0: Yeah, they had us the first half, I'm not going to lie.
1: Oh, could be Wayne. I
0: think I got my swagger back.
2: Oh, oh. Woo-hoo. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches.
0: Tennessee win. by Tennessee.
2: Jennings. Ball hit high in the air in the right field. Going back to Sayre. And Tennessee can say, "Hello, Wind Column!" A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now.
1: I made up my mind. I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah!
2: it did to do and welcome into more important issues it is thursday june 16th i'm caleb mitchell with me always landon raby and then we've got joe in the back good to have everybody back it's i feel like it's been a while not just for this podcast but to have the the three of us together in the same room if you will
0: just the
1: three of us
2: there you go all right, all right. it's uh unfortunately it is what i call officially summer everything's wrapped up it's tough i, I know you guys kind of Kind of wrapped it up on the on on the bat flip on Monday, but of course we'll talk more about it today. Losing that that series to Notre Dame, a super regional in Knoxville, um, with the chance. I, I feel like I should be preparing for baseball this weekend, starting tomorrow. I, I feel like I, we should be planning a trip to Omaha. I, I don't. Yeah, I'm trying not to. I'm not mad about it. Um, and I, I think some people's expect. Like I, I don't know what I. Our, I, I get having the best team and like thinking like you can win it all. Cause you, you had the opportunity to win this year, but we do have to understand only one team wins it. It's unfortunate. And there's a lot of good teams playing great baseball right now. Tennessee was one of them. You just ran into another team that was playing great baseball. And I thought just played really well um, this weekend and, and played better than Tennessee and it happens and it sucks. Um, Tennessee sure could have done things better. Um, you know, both from, yeah, you know, from top to bottom, from, from mm-hmm. Botello all the way down, but doesn't, it doesn't, it, what makes me mad and maybe it's just cause I'm so all vol, is it doesn't take away from this season. Now. Yeah. If they had, you know, had a crappy season and snuck into a super regional, maybe you're a little more upset cause you're like, Oh, that, that really, I, I, but I mean, it's, it's hard to just discredit what this, it's hard to be as good as long as they were. I don't know. I'm a, I, I'm trying just to be a fan, and I, I, it makes me mad seeing other fans that, that can't be that.
0: Yeah, I'm going to channel my inner Tony Vitello when he said 57-9. Uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> a- absolutely. Like, it It sucks. It sucks. It, it, is it disappointing that we didn't it make it to Omaha? Absolutely. But is this season a failure? No, we won a regular season title and an SEC tournament championship. So right. You know, if you're the best team all year and you don't win any of those, maybe you could argue that. But you yeah. did, you did win something that you haven't won ever.
2: Right, and to the people that say the SEC championship doesn't matter, is it as big as the national championship? No, and the players will concede that. I'll concede that. But it's still a, it's still a championship. It's a big deal, and you did it in the best conference in America. There's no doubt about it. There's four teams getting ready to play, and all like there, there's just zero doubt about it. So it is a big deal. Yeah, you want to win the big one. We know which one's more important. It, it, and, it and the bottom line is it, it just sucks to have your season in the way it, it did. But And I think here's where I, find, I kind of find like the frustrating thing about teams like the Tennessee teams, like the Derrick Dullier, the 2012 year they lost to Kentucky, I felt that I cared way more than those guys. The 2017 Bush Jones final season, I felt like I cared way more than those guys. Uh, like when I left the stadium mad, 2018 at Vanderbilt, I felt like me and you were way more angry than anyone on that sideline. Oh, that sure. makes it hurt a lot more after the Notre Dame game. There was zero doubt in my mind that those dudes cared way more about it than I do zero doubt in my mind. And I think that as a fan makes me appreciate what they did way more because like, that's all we're, that's all we can do is cheer for them. We can't make the, we can't make the decisions, the coaching decisions. So like I, there's zero doubt in my mind, Tony made it like, I don't care. Just let it play out. But there's There's no way that was his thought process. And so I think that makes me just less mad and just more happy for what happened this season. And like you said, 59 and seven, is pretty good. It's pretty good.
0: Pretty good. I'll take that.
2: I mean, it is what it is. It it really sucks. I I do feel confident. I know we're going to kind of discuss this too and roll into this. I don't think is Tennessee going to win at the rate they did this year. Yeah. That's going to be incredibly tough to do ever again, but this isn't going to be Tennessee's last time in a super regional Last time hosting a Super Regional, this isn't going to be the last time they have a chance to make it to Omaha. Like, it's just not going to be the case. This wasn't do or die for this program. That I have zero doubt about.
0: Yeah, I mean, this program's here to stay for sure. And if you can't see that, you just haven't been watching enough college baseball. Um, You know, I I think it hurt a little bit more because we were the villains all year long. And so you had that just waterfall of people just – parading around that Tennessee yeah. lost.
2: Good. I'd rather be hated and, than forgotten.
0: Oh, for sure. Um, but I, it goes to show this program is um, where it's at. You know, we we are hated because we are the most magnifying team in the country. Everything we did was under a microscope. Yeah. We're not the only team in America flipping bats. We're not the only team in America talking crap. So, a yeah. um, guy like uh, Danny Cannell – you know, having his little parade. I mean, he's never tweeted about college baseball until um, this year, just because he hates Tennessee. So he respects
2: the game, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what kind of blows my mind too. Is and a lot of could Tennessee maybe have done some things differently. And and I, I've always said like, there's things, and this should go for any team that you support. You should not just say, yeah, what they did was right just because you cheer for them or, you know, you support them or whatever. Like, there should be things you disagree with. That's just the way life is. Um, If you do, you're a moron with anybody, with your family, with your friends, with teams you support. There's going to be things I disagree with, but at the end of the day, they are my team, and, and like, that's just the bottom line. But with this team, too, yeah, it's not just about being... If Like, for instance, the, the kid that blasted that guy to JUCO in Texas. Yeah. Who cares about that? No one cares. It and it was gone. People were tweeting Jordan Beck's flip off a week later, because Tennessee mm-hmm. won. I'm advanced. still advanced.
1: <laughs> yeah, and
2: <laughs> and then they wanted to rub it in when they lost. No one cares when you're losing if you're if you're an asshole or if you're a cool dude. No one cares. It, you're losing. They don't care about you. When you're winning, that's when people that, that's when people want to be involved in the talk. Danny Cannell, he wants to be involved. He wants to take the victory lap. He wants to like. That's just the way it is. I'm okay with being hated if we're, if, if it means we're winning 100% okay. Don't care if Tony hadn't been ejected. If Frank hadn't been ejected earlier in the year, if Drew Gilbert doesn't get ejected, like it, Tennessee's probably still hate. That's what, that's my favorite part is they act like they hate Tennessee because of that. You hated Tennessee long before that crap happened they you hated, hated Tennessee last year and none of that happened.
0: Yeah. the It's the fan base. It's, it has nothing to do with the program, right? We just we just pile it on, you know. We see a little something like that, and we take it and run with it. Whereas no other fan base in the country does that.
2: No, and it's 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 kind of part of like it's kind of. Rashawn Golden
0: will always be remembered at Tennessee because of that picture.
2: Yeah, and I'll say this too for the Rashawn Golden one: I would hate it if it was like Vanderbilt and we lost by four touchdowns or whatever it is and that happened i would be like dude no mm-hmm. don't do that but it's at alabama i'm like that's like that's kind of cool yeah. <laughs> and the picture with the, everyone around it is just so legendary that it it yeah it makes it perfect but it, and that was kind of my favorite thing about the jordan beck is you know going back to the uh, greg um uh, greg olson guy and I would never do that. You, you in fact have not just anybody in baseball. You and
0: not, have. not the famous Greg Olson. Yeah. I was about
2: to say like this, <laughs> <laughs> this guy pitched in the majors for a while and still is not even the most famous Greg Olson. He's he supposed to be a douche. <laughs> oh, Three so yeah. It's it, in your name. Right. I, I just love that. A, a, an ump has never touched an umpire or uh, sorry, uh, an ump. a coach has never touched an umpire. Um, Yeah. Player has never cussed it or not. Like they act like that stuff's never happened in baseball before. And Tennessee is just here to see the world burn. It blows my mind that kind of stuff. Like you know, you, you look at Drew Gilbert and like, yeah, if you tell an aunt he's effing horrible, you're you're getting tossed. <laughs> That's just kind of the way it works. Um, it's, whether you and I'm pissed about the warning. The warning is just the dumbest thing in the world. You're warning people for balls and strikes. You're tossing everybody. Yeah, everybody in that game's gone if you if you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. It, it, I don't know. It, it is what it is. Um, you know, good, but but good. it's
0: it's the national media members that cover baseball, like respect Tennessee and knows that that this program isn't going anywhere. And they, they think it's good for college baseball. You know, yeah, it, yeah, it, okay. it, like there are people hating on it. People want to tune into it. They want to see every time Tennessee takes the field, it's a show. Every time Tony Vitello is shown um, doing an interview, it's a show. You know, everybody yeah. wants to, to tune in and see that if if we were just you know calmly winning 20 games you know just we 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 hit 60 home runs like Notre Dame no one gives a rat's ass right but it's the way we do it and it's it's what's attracting the we got one of the best transfers in the country so it's like yeah you want to argue that oh this is bad for baseball what well, everybody else seems to love it kids seem to love it and that's yeah. all that really matters
2: well, and they also, a lot of the, not the national baseball guys, but a lot of the national media guys and other fan bases want to paint these guys out, Tony and, and any of the players. Um, Drew Gilbert kind of got the brunt of it last weekend. It's just horrible guys. If we had a camera on you at work, um, if we had a camera on you at home, what would people think about you? I mean, come on. Like if we, if we could slow down and lip read everything you said to your kids bro. I'm calling CPS. Like, yeah, so come on.
0: You never wear clothes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that too.
1: So it's
2: just like, let's, let's pump the brakes and, and remember that these dudes are young. Um, yeah, they're not kids anymore, but they're, they're young. You did a lot dumber stuff, if not the, at least the equal amount of dumb stuff, you know, like the, and the Jordan Beck thing's always my favorites. Mm. If you watch that dude, he that's not normal for him. Like you act like he does that every time he hits a double. Yeah, <laughs> if he if he did, <laughs> that's he never,
0: not his double celebration. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's certainly not.
2: Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of my favorite part about that is is we're willing to crucify these dudes for just because of what we see on camera, and and then I, it's just absurd. And then and a lot of people say it takes away from Tennessee's body of work. No, that's your decision. If if you think the way. You, their bat flips higher than others. If you think the way they talk trash to other team takes away from the, their wins, that's on you. That's that's just your ignorance. Because like you said, every team's talking trash. If 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 every time a guy got on first and he chirped at the first baseman and first baseman didn't say anything back, would they keep chirping? Like, come on, let's be reasonable about this stuff. And and, and you don't think, um, you know, the guy that's in a slump, that you know, Drew Gilbert gets up to the mat, you don't think that catcher's in his ear about it. Have you played sports before? Yeah. I mean, let's be logical about it. It's it's so that it's absurd that that Tennessee that you think only Tennessee does it. Like I said, I'm okay being the villains because the moment Tennessee you know, it, going back to to 2015 or yeah, 2015 is a good example under Serrano. Those teams may have talked trash. No one knows, no one cares because they weren't winning. So if if we need to be hated to stay forgot, you know, to stay away from being forgotten, by all means, sign me up me. So, it is what it is. And then North Carolina that North Carolina coach that that loses to uh, Arkansas and he's, "Oh, they win with class, blah blah blah, whatever." Dude, you're a cuck. <laughs> like you're a cuck. You're going to sit there and I don't know. Come is that on. What he said? Yeah. Like, "Oh, you just let Dave Van Horn walk on your grave. If I'm a player in that locker room, shut the f up. Who cares if they win with class? They beat us."
0: Yeah, just say they're a better team and move on.
2: Yeah, so when it – and and, and I, I I can't remember what I was listening to the other day, but it's like the moment you tell someone else to be classy, you lost because you're probably not classy yourself. That That's just the bottom line.
0: Well, and are, are we not going to – you know, we want to point out bat flips and how, you know, Drew Gilbert should be ear-hold and stuff the next pitch and stuff like that, but we're, we're not going to mention how he has the bat flip for kids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with Children's Hospital, we're not going to mention that. We're not going to mention um, every time after every game, all those players stay around and sign autographs and stuff for free. They don't have to do that anymore.
2: No, and that, with yeah, nil, that awesome.
0: they do not have to sign know, any autograph whatsoever, and they do it, and not just for kids; they do it for everybody.
2: Yeah, that was that was really cool to see. I know we saw the video of uh, Evan tossing with a, uh, I'm assuming a family member. Um, it, it was kid. it was uh,
0: Woody's. Okay. The the trainer's gotcha. uh, grandson. Yeah. So a
2: family member of of a, of a you know someone in the staff team. Uh, that was cool seeing uh, I know we've got a picture of, of Kirby signing autographs after maybe maybe Camden too. Like that's last game of the season you lost in that fashion. If you want to go home and sulk or go to the bar and sulk or whatever. I'm like I'm not blaming you if you don't want to stay and sign autographs. Um but I think that shows kind of the cohesiveness of of this fan base and this team and it, we've talked about it because you get the tweet from um a quarterback who ended up transferring about how it's his team it's their team it's, it's no one else's um uh, if you if you do that then then you don't understand you know how important a fan base is to you and specifically this fan base this Tennessee fan base so I'm going to be honest I don't want you here um because fans are important and fans are what helped make these past two seasons that were so special special um now the players are obviously the biggest part of that but I I mean if you don't have Lindsey Nelson the way it's been it's not as much fun. Let's be honest. Go go do it mm-hmm. at Caswell and see if you see if you guys have as much fun. Kind it, of, it know? just
0: doesn't mean a whole lot when you know no one's paying attention.
2: Yeah, so it you takes, know
0: if you, if you're like Notre Dame, if they would have won that game the way they did, and no one's in the stands. Are they still dogpiling like they did? Probably
2: not. They they aren't having a they aren't having a celebration coming home the day after. Um, also,
0: if not. it's a if there's no one in the crowd, does that? Kid who's only hit one home run all season run into a barrel.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and go Goaipo. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, so you blaming the fans now for that?
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, like that, like like it helps just the atmosphere. I mean, for sure, for sure. Tennessee just feeds off
2: of it. For sure. It was uh no, it, it's awesome to see that the team appreciates the the fans and the kids. My my favorite uh, probably thing from this year that I saw was actually outside Lindsey Nelson before <laughs> the um the regional game on sunday night that kid dressed as drew gilbert to a t he had the eye black <laughs>
1: covering oh him. yeah dude it's every <laughs> like, game
2: and, and then he had the he had the uh, checkerboard headband on and i mean flipped down he was he was barely he's left handed yeah i, I thought yeah. he was i was walking down i thought i might get hit by a line drive the way he was smacking that thing so it's just it's really cool to see how these fans have bought in and um these players vice versa like it's it's awesome and and that that's another reason that this program is going to be here to stay if that stadium's empty you better win a lot of games if you're going to get some high profile dudes um yeah you know tennessee could have won 45 games this year you might subtract about however many and you're still gonna have a lot of people that want to come and play for that kind of environment because you're not getting that every weekend at, at, at florida who just built a nice stadium um, oh,
0: and a couple of years ago, if Tennessee got landed a, a transfer for baseball, would anybody know his name until the yeah. season? No, exactly. everybody. Everybody knows Maliahuna. Everybody <laughs> knows new Chase Dolander. Um,
2: which, which full disclosure, I was I was getting asked <coughs> about what we get next year, and I was like, I'm going to be honest. It's so confusing to me. I kind of have to wait until fall because kids commit when they're sophomores and usually stick around and it gets so confused like let's wait till fall so he shows up on campus that's your guys
0: hey he's a tennessee commit win too 2026 (laughs) good god
2: exactly so it, it gets uh baseball baseball recruiting can get confusing in that sense um just because like it's just people are they usually in baseball you're committed and that's why you have that argument Apparently yeah. with with uh, Dan, uh, Dave Van Horn and, and Vitello, but yeah, it's uh, no, it's an exciting time on Rocky Top right now, really for all sports. And but man, Tony's figured it out. He, he's, uh, he's he got doesn't it. care. He d- he straight
0: <laughs> up does not care
2: if people like him or not. No, and I mean, why would you when you win like he does? Why would you ever? No one cares. No.
0: National Certainly Coach not. of the Year? He doesn't care.
2: Certainly not. Um, if you guys are in here, ask some questions, make some comments. Tell me, tell us your favorite part of the season, or you, you know what it may be, what you're most excited for. You know, if it is, uh, I'll let land and pronounce the Hawaiian names. I'm out on those. Um, if it is your shortstop transfer, um,
1: Ahuna. <laughs> <if it, laughs> yeah,
2: I'm, I'm out on them. I don't, I'm not even gonna try, but I'm not gonna end up like I'm gonna end up like Kessling over here. <laughs> so, but no, it, it's I, I'm pumped, and, and I, you had so many special moments this year. You had. Um, I mean the whole season collectively, and that's another thing, uh, as the game was winding down and that it got more imminent and fans started complaining and, and calling out some of players play that weekend. And I texted my brothers and I was like, I'm just going to remember to be a fan. This season was one of the most enjoyable Tennessee seasons, period, football, basketball, anything. One of the most enjoyable Tennessee seasons I've ever experienced. And if I'm going to be mad about a loss at the end, like what is going to make only a national championship is going to make you happy as a fan. Then you, the only option is to be an Alabama football fan. That's your only option right now. Yep. I mean, that's it. They're the only ones that went at that kind of rate and it sucks. And everybody but, hates them too. Everybody hates them, but it's just, and when Nick Saban retires, you're going to, have to find a new team because it's not going to happen again. He, what he's done is unheard of in college sports. Maybe Tony Vitello is, the next Nick Saban in baseball. Um, he's still got the big one to win. Cool me. But I'd like to win a lot of them. Um, that yeah. would be obviously fun. I'd like to be in Omaha. I'd like to be in Main And, and in let's, Omaha.
0: let's say this right now. The national champion, the, to win the College World Series is a lot more difficult than winning a, a um, national championship in football.
2: And, and I would almost argue basketball too. And a lot of people say, and yeah. I'm going to flip the script on people say you only get one chance to beat teams. So it kind of makes it the underdog has a better chance to win. I think that's kind of the opposite because the bullpen plays a lot of roles and, and you get some of these teams that maybe, yeah, maybe their, their ACE isn't as strong um, as, uh, as the other, you know, let's say Notre Dame and Notre Dame and Tennessee is a great example. Um, Defense, you know, defensively, there's, are so good defensively. It's, it's they were tough to beat period. Um, sure. Maybe they were under but you have teams like Yukon who get into super regionals and, and they're, you know, Stanford, Until they hit that grand slam, they were on the ropes. And I thought Stanford, I was like, Stanford's in easy before that series started. So I think beating teams, now you got to beat them twice, that can make it more difficult. When you get into where you get into a seeded regional where you got teams, we sit here and talk on brackets where it's like, I hope basketball, this team beats this team because I don't want to see this team this time of year. Well, in baseball, you got to play them no matter what. Like it just is what it is. And I think that can make it more challenging. And then just, Baseball obviously isn't as physical as basketball, but when you when you talk pitching, it it certainly adds more of the wear and tear factor. And guys can only go so many days. It's just the nature of the business. Um, if you've got a good three point shooter, he can show up any night of the week and and make. It. You don't have to sit him and rest him. So um, I think it's I think it's certainly more difficult. Yeah, if you're a really talented team, maybe it makes it a little bit more easier. Um, but obviously, you're talking about the best team in baseball didn't even make it to Omaha this year. Yeah, sucks
0: last team didn't make it last year either.
2: Yeah. I think that's what really sucks is and I listen, I think did we trade it with Arkansas? I expected it from Arkansas fans. I think Tennessee fans that want to chirp back you, you kind of just got to take it at this point. Yeah. It's kind of just the way the sport goes. Like Arkansas did it last year we chirped at them. Had all the right to chir- chirp at them. This year they have all the right to chirp back and um we could either look like dumb Arkansas hicks and chirp back and oh we mm-hmm. were the best team in the regular season or we can just take it and whatever like it is what it is yeah um you still haven't won a national championship (laughs) so hopefully they don't do it this year but um we kind of unfortunately we just got to take it it's just what it is
0: yeah i mean
2: good news you get another year assuming coveted nothing again
0: (laughs) yeah i I do think they have a a good chance of winning it i think texas is probably going to be the toughest team to beat with that lineup um, they got some dudes on the mound as well. Other than that, man, I think it's if Texas gets knocked out, I don't know who's going to win.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm really. There's. I feel like there's a bunch of teams that just weren't great during the season that are so hot right now. I think they're tough to beat. But it's also like there's a lot more talent there. The the like the Ole Miss, they're just ridiculous. I mean, they're. It's hard to beat them. Oklahoma, they, they probably shouldn't even
0: go in the tournament.
2: Right, right. And then <laughs> Oklahoma, who I mean, probably shouldn't have made it out of regional. Probably shouldn't have made it out of super regional. Are now staring down a college world series right now. Yeah, and they're beatable for sure, but they're real hot right now, and it's going to be tough to beat them. I don't know. It it's. I feel. I think Ark. I mean, I think if I had to, if I was placing a bet on the college world series, I'd go Arkansas for sure.
0: Yeah, uh, I'd I'd say them or Texas probably has the best shot in my eyes.
2: I can't decide if that's a curse or if that's gonna make. And and hard. I really
0: don't get Arkansas a little bit either because Battle and and Robert Moore are what I thought were their best players last year, aren't even their best players this year. It's weird.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, but not. That's kind of like what they're
0: I mean, two what guys they're in like
2: the bottom better. of the lineup now
0: um but yeah Tennessee's here to stay um you got some guys going to the Cape Cod league um one of the best uh summer ball leagues in in the country um guys those guys yeah, on, those guys Mally Huna will be there um I think he left his visit and went straight to the Cape Cod League uh, Charlie Taylor will Mabry Christian Moore Wyatt Evans. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Zach Joyce, Ben Joyce's twin brother, was throwing a bullpen with Charlie Taylor the other day and posted. So he's going to be – I think he's supposed to be back with Tennessee next year.
2: Interesting. I didn't know Was that an option until that kind of got posted? Because I hadn't heard that.
0: Yeah, so he okay. he took a year off. Um, okay, don't know, I thought... I'm, I'm not going to speculate on why he took a year off, but um, took a year off and, you know, I, I think – I'm sure being a part of that stadium this season, because I, I saw him attractive. all the time. Yeah. 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 Definitely wanted to come back. And, um, he's a guy that, that would really help them out of the bullpen as well. I don't, I only get those 105. Has he had I he but, John, yet. <laughs> yeah. But, but he's a guy that they definitely would, would help him out of the bullpen for sure.
2: Wow. Yeah. I didn't, um, okay. Yeah. That would, that's, that's exciting. And, um, which Tennessee is going to have should have a obviously wait to see guys confirm whether they're coming back and still some guy, but that should still be a strong bullpen. You obviously lose some pieces there. Um,
0: yeah, Cr- see- Christian Scott announced he's coming back.
2: You could see Ben Joystone in the majors before oh, the yeah. end of the year. Yeah, he's he's gone.
0: <laughs> he's gone. Um, there was somebody else who announced. I can't. Um, oh, Seth, Seth Alverson. Okay. Yep, Seth Alverson um, is coming
2: there's back. to t- There's a ton of talent returning, a ton of talent coming. Um, what's the center fielder's name from Walter State? When he was it Walter State? I thought it was Walter State. Center JUCO, Ju- Ju- JUCO center fielder. Seth Stevens. No, nah, no. Nah, I'll look it up. Um, I th- I thought there was a JUCO center fielder. Am I missing? Yeah, I don't know. move on I'll look it up
0: um <clears throat> yeah Logan Cham- Chambers will be back um you know I, I know Ortega and Lawson and, and Seth Stevenson probably all have a shot at getting drafted somewhere um <clears throat> but it, it's kind of up to them and I, I'm sure NIL ha- has you know maybe something to do with their decision who knows but uh I think they'd love to have all three of those guys back, but <clears throat> with Mally Hoona coming in and, you know, Christian Moore is probably going to be an everyday starter for Tennessee. I just don't know what that team looks like. And I think their, their thought process, the, the staff's process is like, Hey, let's get as much talent that's in here and let's best not. And you have yeah, I mean, some you depth saw- behind them that can play like a Christian Moore, a Blake Burke. Um, even Seth Stevenson, you know, Jared Dickey's coming back. He's going to be healthy, so he'll be an everyday player somewhere. So, yeah, you got a ton of options. Um, you just got to see guys kind of step up for, you know, first base is going to be a big one. I think catchers, a a, definitely a question mark. You like what you have. Out of Charlie Taylor defensively, just got to bring the bat. Um, Third baseman, you know that, that's going to be a huge loss for Tennessee to replace. Uh, obviously, Gilbert and Beck are two guys that you'll need some production in the middle of that lineup. Also, um, two really good defenders. So, can Kyle Booker make that next step? Uh, Seth Stevenson, I think Jared Dickey will be somewhere in the outfield as well. So, <clears throat> you got some options. You got some talent. Um, that's that whole starting uh, rotation pitching wise is coming back. So that's. You're you're pretty set there.
2: Yeah, and that, that that's that's what's wild too is to, that they one of the, I mean probably probably the best pitching rotation in the country. It yep. doesn't change. Yep, that's wild.
1: Yeah.
0: So we'll see. Tommy White, is he seeing that lineup somewhere? Because he's talking D-H- with him? DH. Dude, wherever. Sign me up.
2: <laughs> I—that's I, what's crazy about him—is if he does come to Tennessee, he can't play it. Where is he going to play in the field?
0: <laughs> now, I, again, and best you, I mean, <clears throat> again, best nine.
2: Like, yeah, yeah, best call it best ten. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean you—you you you figure it team. out. You get the you get as much town as you can, and you figure it out after that. I mean, no hard feelings, but. Hey, uh, if you're on a mission to win a national championship, it is what it is.
2: Right. For sure. For sure. Um, yeah, this is, like you said, though, Tennessee baseball series. Day. That, that's what's important. And um, going to get a lot of it, – it, it's going to be another kind of interesting – I don't know if you can put a wrong lineup out there, um, but definitely going to be interesting to see in February who, who those guys are. It's um, probably not the same. Um, throughout the season, but it'll yep. be interesting in February to see.
0: Yep, that's all I got for baseball. It's sad that it's over. Um, it, I'm just sad that it's over.
2: You're gonna be able uh, to watch the College World Series and not cry.
0: It's gonna be harder to watch it. I'll be I'll be honest. I probably won't end up watching any of it. <laughs>
2: I mean, I'm going to watch it just because I'm, I'm invested at this point. But, yeah, it won't be fun. Yeah. I won't have fun doing it.
0: I like to keep it'll up be, the scores. I, I don't know about sitting there and watching the whole game.
2: It'll be a hate Pretty watch. Much. It, it, I mean, that's like this weekend. I won't yeah,
0: even you know. have nachos during it.
2: Well, you can't. You give the wrong team the the right juju. We can't have that. Yeah. can't have that. Also, what about the horns down? That dude can't sing the national anthem because he did horns down? That, is that real? Yeah. <laughs> Surely not, right?
0: Surely. Not. Also, like, how much are you getting paid to sing the national anthem? Is that a volunteer kind of thing, or like? Uh, I mean, I think I think it's that? just like
2: kind of an honor thing. Like, you get you get invited oh. to watch. I think he's more upset that like they asked him and then got mad that he did horns down. And two like two weeks before that, the the, the Texas head coach, softball head coach, is out flipping off the umpire, or whoever.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <clears throat> That's dumb.
2: Incredibly dumb. Incredibly.
0: Dumb. Also, I'm not I'm not singing for free for that many people. No. Nah.
2: <laughs> well, you're going to be singing for the dope boys here soon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs>
2: no. Just give this give this man a uh give the, give this man a uh
0: can we sing something else? I don't, karaoke screen. Yeah, that's not a great karaoke song. No, <laughs>
2: Actually, that's a heater of a karaoke
0: song.
2: <laughs> you it? need to change. The, are you kidding me? Heck yeah! I mean, you got to find the right place to do it. You can't just do it any old any old place. But right at least that song would slap.
0: What about Bullfeathers?
2: Oh yeah, Bullfeathers. The place I was at in Chattanooga um, would not have would not have gone over well with that crowd.
0: So, I mean, well, I
2: guess I'm kneeling.
0: No offense to, to bull feathers, but a guy at work was telling me he got a gun pulled out on him. Like, it wasn't at bull feathers, but it was like right behind it. Oh, I, never I'm just like, I
2: can't believe we ever went. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was so full. All offense to bull feathers. I'm just kidding.
0: Somebody's yeah. like, Yeah, yeah there's this, this random karaoke like biker bar, bull feathers. I was like, Yeah, I've been there. They're like, What? <laughs>
2: It was a Thursday. It was yeah.
0: Yeah. It was weird.
2: I had a good time. Yeah. I don't I've know.
0: A, I've never had a bad time. I was
2: going right? to say, I don't know if we've ever been anywhere together and had a bad time. Maybe no. Vanderbilt.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Maybe I was Vanderbilt bad. Vanderbilt 18. It, was it wasn't our fault that it was
2: bad. And natural is fun. Yeah. I think I had like $50 worth of tacos.
0: Oh, my God. How many tacos did you eat?
2: Well, I didn't eat them all. You know, when we went, I don't remember that place I we went and ordered. Yeah, and it was a sheet. And I did. I, I was a little inebriated. I wasn't full, didn't fully understand how it worked. I was like going down the list. Like, that sounds good. Check. That sounds good. Check. 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 This is what I want. <laughs> and then, you know, they're huh? like $8 tacos. I mean, they were ridiculous. Dang. It happens. I got $45 last, last weekend of food by myself. So you're just at, filling
0: that thing out like an ACT.
2: Yeah, oh, sure. yeah, a little tree up in here. Um, <laughs> if we've got any uh Chattanooga adjacent listeners, I went to I stayed at a hotel right next to City Cafe uh last weekend, colloquially known as Shitty Cafe. That's how bad it is, and it is bad. I can confirm. Um, I went there last weekend, girlfriend part of the wedding party, so yeah, I was on my own Friday night. I was like, I'll just go get some food at City Cafe, walking distance, and uh, got there, ordered about 45 dollars worth of food by myself. So God. Did not eat did not eat at all. It's just dude, you get you get you the menu is a book. I got excited. <laughs> Charge it.
0: <laughs> just circle it and just <laughs> send it back. <laughs>
2: exactly. Exactly. I still got a bill Emily for our Saturday night food there. I did have breakfast there. It was okay. On Saturday night. It was okay. I will not give it good. It was
0: okay. Well, since we're giving out free ads.
2: um Oh, that was not an ad, I hope. <laughs> that was an ad. That was a terrible ad.
0: Um, we are selling our house. Um <laughs> And so I do want to give a shout out to Austin White.
2: Okay, okay. Um, I thought you were going to try to sell your house on the show right now. No, All right. no, no. All right. yeah. No,
0: I'm not cleaning up anymore so people can come see it. It's weird having random people come in my house.
2: Um I think you should have, like, left out. Underwear and sex toys, and just
0: <laughs> oh, I just drew a giant penis on my wall. <laughs> um, but yeah, shout out to him, he, he's done a phenomenal job and, and, and made it stress free. So, if you are in the process of buying or, or selling your house, hit my man up, Austin White.
2: Do it, Austin. Just follow me on Instagram. I had to follow back and, and hell the logo, that is a good logo, mustachioed man. Yeah, Good mustache.
0: It it looks just like him too.
2: Yeah, it's pretty phenomenal. Yeah, shout out. Um, all right, well let's let's talk a little football then. It's uh, is it football <laughs> season?
0: Seventy seven days, baby.
2: Dude, I swear, the other day it was hundred. I don't know how we got to seventy seven. I, oh, I know man. we moved it up by two days, but I feel like we made a huge jump. So it is sneaking up on us.
0: Yeah. Also, I know Tennessee didn't win the championship. But I am a champion of the Caswell flag. City League softball league. Do y'all are
2: flying the well? Not yeah. Y'all are the W flag.
0: Yeah, these
2: <laughs> go Cubs go.
0: Dubs, dubs only. <laughs> yeah, we uh we lost twenty three to nothing the first game and had to win three straight to win the whole thing.
2: You lost twenty three to nothing, Landon.
0: Yeah, our pitcher thought the game was on Thursday, but it was on um Wednesday.
2: You play, you play slow pitch softball.
0: I know, but you gotta get it. You gotta hit the plate. That's fair. We couldn't hit. We couldn't hit the plate. That's fair.
2: Still, twenty. How many? How many guys did you walk?
0: Uh,
2: Twenty-four.
0: I mean, I just started sitting down at second base. I was like, I, I'm. If somebody actually hits it, I will die. But I felt that confident that we weren't gonna hit the plate.
2: You got a uh, baseballs are not going anywhere from Jared Dickey Lando. That's damn right, Jared. Baseballs aren't going anywhere.
0: Absolutely. Also, if he wants to show me how to hit, that'd be great, too.
2: Landon, I've seen you hit. All right, Jared's real good, but you ain't.
0: I, know, I That's why I am I just want some lessons. <laughs> just real quick. Just teach me a little something.
2: You going to the batting cage? at uh, What was that place off of? Uh, oh, that place. It used to be... Um, oh, my
0: god. Also, if Jared is still in here, Zerk told us you got great book recommendations. And I thought, you know, maybe that's a good hobby that I need to pick up. I need to... Help out my vocabulary a little bit. So, what's a good book?
2: Can I can I recommend not a book, but a place to buy books and not read them, but listen to them, dude? You got to get you got to get the uh, audio.
0: I'm about to say, are you talking about going to the local library when somebody reads to the kids?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, you should hear Horton Hears a Who at the South Knoxville Library. It's <laughs> phenomenal. No, 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 no. Audible, dude. Audible is the way to go. And it costs, so it's $15 a month and you get one free book a month. So there, that's the deal. That's what I do. Hey, I'll take that. Yeah. And the book, you know, normally costs 30 bucks, probably. So 15 bucks a month. You get one book a month. You can, and you can buy them for cheaper than what they normally cost, too, on Audible. So if you wanted an extra book, you can always do that.
0: See, that that's great. I just don't know, like, what book to get.
2: Well, let's, let's, like, I I, I'm not
0: reading anything my
2: wife reads. I'm not reading. Yeah, anything. those are terrible. Emily's like, I got to text Raven about recommendations. Son.
0: Yeah. Raven was like, top three Susan Howard <laughs> book. I was like, how many books does she have?
2: Susan Howard can't write shit. Okay.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Anybody want to listen to that. Um, I got. I mean, I, I mean, I've got a few that. I'll, uh, yeah. I hey, Joe,
0: are you a good book? You, you You read some books?
2: Joe's an educated man. I hope yes. Big good book, book guy. I think I have a book here from Emily, of hers. I don't.
0: The only book I've ever read is the one that you gave me, and it was the Decade of
2: Dysfunction. Good book. Shout out Mark Nagy. Joey. <laughs>
1: Joe Book, Uh, what's up? No, I haven't read since probably seventh grade. (laughs) Dude, I'm I'm
0: the same way, dude. Uh, dude, To Kill Mockingbird, the last book, besides Decade of Dysfunction, but that's just all right. So Jared's got me. I'm a big Trevor, Mowat? That sounds right, guy. Um, He has two books: It Takes What It Takes and Getting to Neutral.
2: I, I don't know what those books are about, but that sounds like that could help your hitting. It sounds like mental. Yeah, yeah, dude. I, I, think, it, I think it's like we're
0: just meditating, right?
2: Yeah, that's what it sounds. I mean, it sounds like good life life advice to me.
0: That's
1: great. Um, that's what I needed.
2: I'm, I'm not sure if that's what it is, but that that's what it what it reads to me. Yeah, the dude, full title
1: is Wait. Yeah, it takes what it takes. How to think neutrally and gain control of your life. No. Yeah, there you go. It's just gonna tell me everything I'm doing wrong, but. <laughs> yeah yeah that's the thing Dude, you'll feel you real
0: bad when you're reading it but great <laughs> after you incorporate it let, in your everyday life
2: let me tell you a fascinating book um that i just finished a little while ago on on tape i didn't um didn't read it's not a, like a book club yeah 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 book club Book club, <laughs> book club uh, with more important issues <laughs> malcolm gladwell's outliers it'll make you feel better about not being an athlete based on when you were born give that one a read it'll make you feel better it's very fascinating. Um, it's, like, about all of the – essentially, like, the premise of it is why are all these hockey players in, a, like, the Canadian, like, junior league born a certain time of year? Because it's, like, the way their age groups line up. That's mm-hmm. kind of how the premise starts out, and it goes into a ton of stuff like CEO, like, all the higher success people. Um, How does their birth year and education years and play-in years play into why they're ahead of their class and their grade level and stuff like that and teammates and things like that? Very fascinating stuff. <clears throat> he's got a couple other good books too that are that are really good but that's the one I just finished okay book on tape don't read yeah. I do have uh I don't really like talking about I'm sorry Dylan um clay Travis's Saturday down south I think it's the one where he road trip to every SEC stadium it's, it's a good book too
0: that's what we should, we should do that
2: I've got it if you want to read it
0: we should it's do it about like um SEC baseball stadiums we should start doing that after we do football we're doing baseball.
2: All right, I'm in. Sign me up,
1: Joe. You, you in? To, you, didn't, you didn't. You didn't say anything. I'm in, but you know it's just gonna be a <laughs> bunch of shit talk. It's gonna be a bunch of bias shit talk.
2: Yeah, we can't wear a lot of Tennessee gear. That is, <clears throat> that's 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 the only problem.
1: Yeah, we wear gray.
2: <laughs> Actually, no. F it. We're wearing Tennessee gear. Okay, we wear orange
1: and wear <laughs> like NCAA has.
2: Yes, yeah, Ro-
1: Rob. Rob.
0: Just Tony Votello. Just yeah, the Rob Lowes. <laughs>
2: I like that idea, and uh, yeah, we're gonna have to start a book club. Apparently, Lana wants to read, so I don't know what, yeah, what, I'm, what I'm bug thinking about he got hit by. Uh,
0: I mean, Fortnite's great and all, but I don't feel like it makes me a smarter human being. So,
2: oh, dude, that stuff's frying your brain for sure. Have you seen these kids running around here? They're hellions.
0: Dude, I know, and and they're good at Fortnite. <laughs> I'm just,
2: I'm sick of, I'm sick of seeing kids do that loser dance. That one is infuriating.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> all right, let's get back to football. All right, all right. Man things, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <They'll go. laughs>
2: we talked about a couple football books. Don't, don't don't come at me like that. Um,
0: So let's talk about expectations a little bit for Josh Heupel. Um, and this isn't talking about wins and everything like that. I think the only win that you must – I think Tennessee needs to win a bowl game. To build on what you did last year, Tennessee, Tennessee should win a bowl game. Is that fair?
2: Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll take it. I can think a step farther. Um, I'm going to kind of be fair. I think Tennessee needs to win one of three games and it's Alabama, Georgia, Florida. Oh, one of those, I feel like should be a win this year. Okay. And, but you know, weird things happen, weird things happen. Uh, Alabama apparently is going to have the best Alabama team under Nick Saban is is what the national media is floating out there in the sec media. Um, But I think getting one of those over your, your toughest sec opponent is important. Okay,
0: I like that. Any any more expectations? Maybe something that you'd like to see? Maybe a position that you'd like to see incorporated more in the offense or, or improved defensively?
2: No, when I – like what jumps off the page for me, no specific position. I think the defense needs to make a jump this year. Um, the first couple of games I was really excited about the defense. I thought they were uh, – I thought they, I think I thought they created a lot of chaos on on the defensive end. Um, started to lead to turnovers, and then there was a breaking point. I'd need to go back and look at the stats uh, game by game to know when that breaking point was. But there felt a drastic drop off early, sure. four or five games into the season, where we're not asking the defense to win you ballgames. This offense, this team, isn't asking for you. The team or the defense to win you ball games it's just asking you to get the ball back occasionally create chaos like that's pretty much it and okay. i think that's what you so you need to see i think the defense take a step in getting the ball back occasionally for your offense um doing something that you're not winning ball games but you're you're helping your offense win ball games and your offense is going to score you just got to make a couple stops maybe you get a couple turnovers and do that and, and I think this defense could have an opportunity. Um I think talent-wise you may see a slight drop off this year at some positions specifically defensive backs um but I think that's a step you need to see with the defense.
0: Okay. Yeah, I like that. Um I I'd like to see just some some playmakers on that defense, some erasers. Yeah. You know, I think Tennessee has lacked that um the last couple of years. Just having that, you know, that Derek Barnett. It didn't have to be specifically a a Derek Barnett, but a guy like a Byron Young. Can he get similar production out of him from that defensive end? Where you know, if you have a busted coverage, it doesn't matter because he's in the backfield rushing the quarterback because he so so he makes a bad bad throw. Um, you know, maybe you're not able to get to the quarterback, but you have a a linebacker um, throw a guy off a route. And then undercut it for a pick, you know. Just, just players like that. I, th- I feel like Tennessee has lacked that. Now they got some. I, I feel like Alonte did a good job of, you know, he he got some big picks and some big games. But, um, you know, a guy on fourth down, it's like, hey, you're you're not throwing it over here, or right. hey, I'm it's third down, I'm coming off the edge. So you know, slide your protection or roll out to the other side, but I'm coming.
2: Yeah, definitely. That, that's the thing, too, is is it doesn't have to be the full 60 minutes of it. Um, but show up, and I think that's what kind of stunk for Tennessee. Um, the game, it really stands out to me, and, it, and it, I think it shows the separation of Tennessee and, and um, the top-tier teams right now is Georgia. I feel like Tennessee in that first half, and even a little bit into the second half, they got Georgia in some... Not not ideal situations offensively. Um, third downs, third and longs, um, second and longs, and then Georgia. The next play produces. So if you're able to to get a team like Georgia or a team like Pitt into a third down situation, that's you've got to show up in those moments. You've mm-hmm. got to be able to get off the field. You've got to find a way when there's a bad throw to break it up. Don't don't let their their wide receiver bail them out with you know busted coverage or whatever it may be. And I think that's the, like you said, I mean, it's a, that's a great term as a racers. Um, you're, it, it's unfair to ask this defense to hold anyone to, to, you know, 14 points a game. Um, right. but making those stops in key situations is what you need.
0: Yeah. V- avoid the big play. And I feel like Tennessee did that, I, I would say pretty decently last season. They didn't let anybody just drive the field on them. Um, or carve them up for big play after big play.
2: Georgia's the the one team stands out to me that can have, and they just that's when they just stomped their throat. Yeah, it yep. felt like they had a ton of big runs that just demoral. The big runs, the bigger runs are what I feel like really demoralizes your defense. Oh, for sure. Hand the ball off to someone in the in the B gap, and they take it for forty three yards or something. It, it's yeah.
1: demoralizing.
0: Yeah, uh, something else I I'm, I want to see is uh, better in short yardage. Um, Tennessee had proved they can throw the deep ball. Um, You know, have some playmakers on the outside that can make a few guys miss and and take it to the house. But when you need a yard and, like, everybody in the stadium knows you're handing it off on third down, dude, you got to get it. For sure. Bow up or shut up. Like, offensive line, get a push. You know, that running back can't sit there and, and dance and try to find a hole. Hey rub it up, run it up somebody's butt and and go get you a yard.
2: And that's, that's another unit that needs to take a step is the offensive line. Um, Maybe a little tough early in the year, especially when you don't know who your quarterback is. Um, Whoever that quarterback was, it's your first time playing in front of them can, can, you know, create some challenges. You know, who the guy is coming into this year, you know, what Hendon Hooker can give you, um, and you know where you need to be really good. And in my opinion, if I'm asking for you to be really good in one part of the game, it's in the run game. Yeah. Obviously you want to protect Hendon, but the dude can create plays on his own. You just need to be good in the, in the pass game. You need to be really, really good in the run game. Like you said, if you want to, uh, those moments that maybe don't seem key at the time, the the second and two second and threes, maybe don't seem so key at the time. First half, those plays you need to make, those are the ones you need to get the first down, take some, you know, don't get into these third and shorts early in the game that potentially defense gets up. I mean, what's everybody pretty much doing in a third and third and two all everywhere. They're running the ball allows defenses to, to, um, to line up and, and in ideal situations, don't, don't get into those. And when you do be effective.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like there was too many times where it was like, you know, we're handing it off and somebody misses a block Mm. guys. Third and one, like you know, it's coming. Don't miss a block. You can't miss a block.
2: Hundred percent.
0: Tennessee's defense isn't good enough to to be giving the ball back to somebody else right now. I mean, maybe this year. Maybe they're good. I, I don't know.
1: Um, i love to see
0: that jump. Yeah, yeah. I, I would be. I would be shocked. But um, yeah. Just just want to see more of that. I think a bigger back would help in, in those situations as well. Just Jabari Small and. Uh, Jalen Wright, no offense to those guys, but, you know, Thank a guy you. like Justin Williams and um, gosh, who else am I missing? There's I mean, not. even Jeremy Banks, Vars Crouch, like those guys were in to go get a yard.
2: Yeah, I think, and, and that's the one thing, is Tennessee doesn't have a deep run. Right so, yeah, I mean, to see who, the good news is, is Jabari Wright, I mean, he's 5'11", he's five, he's five, 220, he runs like a freaking bowling ball. Um, you know, Jabari, so Kenny, small. Jabari Small, Jabari Wright. I combined two names there. Um, we're getting into yeah. the Drews. We're getting into the Drews and the Chases again. Yeah. Um, Jabari Small, he does, he adds, and and but yeah, it obviously helps to have a guy that's a little bit bigger to do that too.
0: But, yeah, he also has to stay healthy.
2: Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, I mean, especially like I said, in this small running back room this year.
0: Yeah, uh, I also would like to see Tennessee just find a way in close games. I feel like you were just. Maybe just a little bit. You know, Ole Ole Miss, Pittsburgh, those games, like the 50-50 toss-up games, find ways to win those. Purdue, Pitt, um, God, who else? I I guess I would even maybe throw Florida into that Mm -hmm. until, you know, the fourth quarter.
2: Yeah, um, and, and I mean, really, the, the talking about Pitt and Ole Miss. What does that game come down to? A lot of big third down and an Ole Miss game fourth down stops. Defense has got to get fill one percent of the. Other. Yeah, and not having 100%. not having Kenny Pickett's going to hurt Pitt this year. <laughs>
1: yeah, 100%. the glove.
0: Yep. Um, but the, are yeah, Kenny, like, are we Kenny Pickett NFL fans? NFL? Where do you even we, go? He's a Pittsburgh, level. dude. Oh, that's right. No,
2: no. What about he Baker? can't
0: fake slot anymore, dude? He's he come around.
2: around to dude. That's the dumbest rule, and that was the <laughs> sickest play. I, I, I hate the NCAA with all my heart.
0: All oh yeah, heart. trash.
2: I hate them with all my heart. I would have loved to see a hidden hooker fake slot this year. There's no doubt in my mind. There's a touchdown call back this year from a hidden hooker fake slot. No doubt in my mind. <laughs>
0: Is that a is that a prop bet somewhere?
2: <laughs> it should be. It's going to be a prop bet on, on We're going to make a sports book. That's the only bet available. Yeah. Is that prop bet? <laughs> it's only going to be like plus one hundred. It's going to happen, guys.
0: Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, I have some questions. So, I mean, we're we're kind of riding oh, wow. right along here. So, I have some questions. Just these are just for me. They're not from anybody. But I just kind of want to hear, Joe. You can get in this as well. Hear y'all's take on these two, and I guess like for summer enrollees, I can mention those here in a second. But other yeah. than that, we'll, we'll we'll probably go go to the next um, episode for the rest of this. But more successful under a Josh Heupel offense? You ready?
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm confused by your line of question, this Jeopardy type question, but go ahead.
0: Justin Worley or Jared
2: Garantano? Justin Morley. Okay. Joe? Jared Garanton no grit. Yeah. Same did thing. did you
0: see that. that the picture of JJ Watt throwing it in the uh, Arizona practice?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And JJ was behind was, him? I didn't even know he was at Arizona.
0: I didn't either, but I thought it was hilarious. Somebody tweeted, it was like, um, JG's been in Arizona for a couple weeks and they already have a defensive lineman trying to play <laughs> quarterback. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> poor guy. Um, I hey. would
2: like to say I don't think either of them are going to be successful, would be successful, excuse me, in At Josh quarterback. offense. Okay. Yeah, but, oh,
0: okay, Justin Worley and
2: J.G. Yeah. But, uh, okay. dude, listen, Bird got some hate, but he played behind a bad offensive line and had one good receiver, and he was a freshman that we never heard of again after that season. Yeah, that's true. Poor guy. He wasn't yeah. great.
0: He was, he was not just great. A, he, And he was such a good guy, too. Like, you yeah. wanted him to do well.
2: He left every season in a sleep. <laughs> the yeah. two seasons poor, he started. Poor guy. Poor guy. But he should have started 100% the second season. Or, sorry, he shouldn't have. Josh Dobbs should have. First yeah. season, uh, I'll give a little – I'll give some leeway to – like I did with Josh Heupel in the Hooker situation where it's like, I can see why those dudes would play better in games and practices because a lot of their plays are made after first contact. That's mm-hmm. where they almost play better. Yeah. So I get that.
0: So JG or Justin Worley, are you even old enough to know who Justin Worley is, Jeff? <laughs>
2: I'm not just a new fan from college. I
0: mean, it feels so long ago. I was
2: going to say, I'll spot landing in that. I, I've gotten a lot more gray hair since <laughs> since that day. Yeah, I'm like, I
0: I barely remember the Justin Worley days. And that that's probably a lot to do and with I wasn't tailgating. Even drinking a lot of tailgating in between that, but... <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I don't put JG with my trust under oh, the offer. Here's my here's my
2: age question, uh, Joe. Who's your favorite Tennessee quarterback?
1: Favorite Tennessee quarterback? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like, well, if I'm gonna talk favorite, like, I can't pick like Peyton Manning or like or sure. – I mean, I was I wasn't alive but was, Yeah, bro. yeah,
2: yeah. Like you're. I wasn't
1: around to. I mean. I... That. I
2: guess you could pick him. I'd allow it. But, like, my favorite is who I grew up with. I think it's it might be Landon's. Well, Landon's might be different. Mine's Iceman. Mine's Casey Clawson. I had more Casey Clawson jerseys than any other
1: jerseys I've ever owned. Casey's my man. I yeah. haven't really had a quarterback to cling on to since, since I've been, like, a diehard fan. I mean, like, it's just been year after year after year. Would it be Dobbs? I feel it like Dobbs has would to probably be my second be.
2: if I didn't go Casey Clawson. Yours is Casey. I thought yours might be Dobbs. Like Even
0: that. though Dobbs still has me blocked, and I don't understand.
2: <laughs> is he
0: actually? Yeah, for sure.
2: Are you talking shit? Yeah, I mentioned something one night. I wasn't. I, I got, got, got blocked. <laughs> I got blocked because I made a joke after the uh, – the God, uh, oh, what was his name? FIFA guy. Um, oh, uh,
0: uh, OBJ? Oh, FIFA. no, no, no. Oh, okay, Combo
2: had the FIFA cleat, or he had the cleats yeah. hanging up thing. I yeah. tweeted I was like Josh Dobbs, uh, breaking news, Josh Dobbs is uh leaving <clears throat> Tennessee to uh, uh, to go to the International Space Station or something stupid like that. And I did I don't think I tagged him and he blocked me. There you go. So mine wasn't mine was not talking. Mine was not talking shit. It was it was just a joke.
0: All right. So same question, two different quarterbacks. Tyler Bray or Josh Dobbs? Josh Dobbs, <laughs> more successful.
1: Well, under hype, uh, under ball, Oh my god, I think
2: uh, with
1: I still think with no. last year's receivers.
2: Okay. I, I know these. You don't lose a lot with this year's receivers. With last year's receivers, I'm going Tyler Bray. Assuming the offensive line is decent under you know, like it was with Tyler Bray also has some
0: damn good receivers.
2: No, for sure. That's what I'm saying. Like it kind of relies on that too. Oh, okay. Like Josh Dobbs would make a lot more plays with his feet than Tyler Bray ever would. Yeah. So I think it relies on a lot on the receivers, but do Tyler Bray could sling the ball.
0: Yeah. They could score. They couldn't stop anybody, but they could score. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
2: Uh, I mean, when you say they couldn't stop anybody, they couldn't stop Troy. They Yeah, I was at that game. Dude, that was
0: exciting. (laughs) If only I knew, if only I did know Troy was terrible, I would have been super stoked.
2: My nephew's first game ever in Nealand was against UAB in, I believe, 2011. And we went to overtime. Good environment, but I felt so bad for him. That was his first game. Gosh. Gosh. it's unfortunate. Uh, I it's hope those weird. days of playing non-Power 5 tighter over. I pray. Oh, yeah. I pray. All right, so i want
0: to mention the summer enrollees real quick, and y'all give me just briefly who you think is the most productive out of these summer enrollees. So I'll go transfer last. We'll do transfer next. Um, But the 2022 signees, James Pierce, Joshua Josephs, Jordan Thomas, Caleb Perry, Christian Harrison, Dylan Sampson, Jason Jenkins, Messiah Reddick, and uh, Savion Herring is a Juco offensive lineman.
2: I feel like it's got to be a defensive guy. I don't know. because I, I, okay.
0: I feel like that too, and I want to say one of the edge guys, but also like Tennessee's kind of set at the edge.
1: Yeah, what, I don't like, know, I don't know, like Christian ready.
0: Harrison. I right, that's a good pick.
2: Yeah. Hmm. And, and truthfully, I just don't. I just don't know. Truthfully, um, God, like I don't even have a good. idea. I mean, idea there's probably a good know.
0: chance that none of them really
2: make a huge impact. No, I think that's probably. <laughs> yeah, probably is is the more likely scenario. Um, I'll, I'll go James Pierce. I wish you, I, 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 I you would have let me have edge. a. I wish you let me have a December guy, and, and I mean I probably would have gone with one of the wide receivers, but mm. I think they could make an impact. Probably not a starter, definitely not a starter. Yeah. But um, no, I don't. I don't know. I'm gonna. I, can I just default to a, a defensive guy? Can we just go there? I like Christian yeah. Harrison.
0: Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably go James Pierce. I, I think he'll play multiple guys at the edge position. I, I just think he's probably the best one out of that group. Um transfers, you got Brew McCoy, Wesley Walker, defensive back from Georgia Tech, Andre Turitan, uh defensive back from the Ohio State University. <laughs>
2: uh Brew McCoy. And I would love to say Brew McCoy, but I'm sorry. <coughs> I Can't believe in him right now. I, I'm sorry, <laughs> Like you've been through a lot of teams <laughs> so far. I mean, I don't, <laughs> Um, and, and I mean, I know situation played into that, but I, I mean, I think Brew McCoy is going to get a chance. Yeah, I, I think it probably Brew McCoy out of those. Yeah,
0: I'm going to go Brew McCoy.
2: Uh, I think he's I don't like it. I'll say that he, he
0: takes that Javante Payton role. OK, the out, outside receiver threat, 100 um, percent. I, I want to say turn time because I, I think that is a position of need. It's and need. Yeah, it's a need. You know, a guy from the Nashville area, I think that just, you know, helps being from Tennessee to, to put on that T on your chest. So, um, yeah, I'd like to see Tarantine get a. I don't know where that spot is. I don't know if it's a safety or, or corner or nickel. Um, but I think Tennessee isn't really set at any of those positions, if you ask me. So, <laughs> especially after that Purdue game, no, it, it's a wash. No one.
2: No position safe.
0: Yeah, everybody is on level playing ground.
2: I didn't like that the Ohio State. I gotta say that, Landon. I wasn't. I'm sorry. Of that. Okay. In. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry for you,
0: <laughs> dude. You're a big um, what's his name? Zach. Zach Smith. Yeah, you're a big Zach Smith
2: guy. Listen, the balls you got to have to send dig pics from the White House. I, I know. I'm sure. I, I'm sure we could find out how big his balls are from that picture, but I'm, I'm going to guess they're pretty big. And <laughs> stupid. They're definitely stupid.
0: <laughs> stupid balls. <laughs> Sir, you have stupid balls.
2: He was commenting on someone being classless recently. It was, it was probably Tennessee. Uh, it was during football season. I oh. can't remember. I was like, "Are we? Is this the same Zach Smith?"
0: <laughs> oh yeah, he's like, like Zach Smith it. fit, dude. He's got his own fitness page going on.
2: I know he's doing a podcast now. I'm sure that's oh, God. fascinating. Didn't he call Tom Herman out for like doing coke at a strip club or something weird like that? Yeah, And that just kind of went away.
0: I guess uh, you just stop. Like, they're like, dude, you've said this same sort of stuff like a billion times. No one believes you anymore.
2: Was he the downfall <laughs> of Urban Meyer? Hmm. Or was it? Uh, what kicker was it that sued the Jacksonville Jaguars?
0: Was it? It wasn't Josh Lambo, was it?
2: What? I don't think it was Lambo. That's a big name. I feel like it was someone decently big, but not. I don't think it was Lambo. I can't remember. Also, what a what a like I've every every coach I've ever had that talks about kickers like that genuinely is the biggest douchebag I've ever met. And the ones that like un, that are like. Treat kickers like people are usually the best coaches I've ever had.
0: Kickers don't they have
2: souls, Caleb. That's fine, but <laughs> people too. And you're really not—you're not, not a, a kicker, kicker,
0: Caleb. You're an athlete. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> hey,
2: listen, I played multiple positions. You have to call me an athlete. It's—it's it's in the rule book.
0: Somebody had to kick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got—I got asked to not kick anymore. Don't—don't don't put that on me. I was asked to play wide receiver. <laughs> You so. that
1: about kicking?
2: No, 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 no. We, uh, we, our team was pretty small. We didn't have a lot of depth, and they were just like, <clears throat> we need more wide receivers, and I think defensive backs. I think we needed both. And then thankfully they did ask me because we had to do Terry's ACL like three games in, so I was a starter from there on out. <laughs> yeah. And then Landon got a concussion one game, and I had to play defensive back against probably the biggest team in our region. That wasn't fun. Who was it? Cherokee. Dude, oh, I swear, hitting anybody on that team felt like hitting a rock.
0: Oh yeah, they had freaking bricks as shoulder pads. Yeah,
2: it was. <clears throat> I was like, do I really have to go in this game? This is the one I have to play in. Yeah. But the best thing about being kicker two is you don't have to line up on kickoff. Because lining up on kickoff, you're just you're out there as a human walking concussion. Yeah. So all my advice for anybody that doesn't want to be a, just a just a concussion rocket
0: kick the ball. <laughs> a a touchback is the people on kickoff's best friend. 100%. Exactly. exactly. For everybody, they, even the kick return team, for everybody involved, yeah. it is 100% the best thing that could happen. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Well, that's all I got. That,
2: that's, that's. I got my book doing.
0: recommendation from Jared Dickey. So I feel like it's.
2: You got to read that now. That's what really sucks. Oh, for sure. I'm going to read it. That's that's you, you put you put yourself into a corner.
0: I do need to go back and see what the name of that was.
2: I do want to give a I know we didn't do most important, but uh, the U.S. men's track team came in third in the uh, NCAA track okay. championship, came in third, first time first, or the highest finish since 2002. I don't know, mm-hmm. there, and then they just got let me look up his name the guy from North Carolina ATT, I think. Um, and I, oh, I think thank you do. I think they've had a ton of Olympic runners recently. Oh, they just announced a whole new staff, Tennessee did for them. So track and field coming up. Also,
1: okay.
2: I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there because uh, Danny White's asking for some some donations for the indoor track and field uh, facility. Um, can we just take Philip Formers buyout? He's had like six buyouts now. Can we just have his last buyout and put it towards that?
0: Seems fair. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, did, Phil former he has to make good on his promise that this is going to be the decade of balls. So
2: that was that was Jimmy brother.
0: Oh no, he he said uh the uh, balls uh, are back. He
2: said balls are back.
0: Yeah, he did say the ball. Okay, yeah, <laughs> Pruitt,
2: right. We had to take it out of the. We had to take it out of the <laughs> intro.
0: Yeah, bo- both of them were just running together. That's bad. <laughs> that was H. such
2: a great line. Why don't you have to be just a awful terrible person? Coach? Person. I'm not gonna go personal. I don't know him personally, but he, everything I've heard about him, he seems like a terrible person. I've heard some bad stuff too, but <laughs> I'm gonna. I haven't met him. I don't know him. He's a terrible coach. That's undeniable. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Terrible head coach. I mean, he won at Alabama, unfortunately. But yeah, no, that's. And in Hoover, <laughs> shout shout out. What were they? The Buccaneers. Yeah, in the middle of Birmingham buccaneers are you guys getting up there
0: it was the uh the hoover dam
2: oh there you go all right Uh guys it's been fun i'm glad to be back do it again
1: yeah.
0: sunday <clears throat> let's do it joe good to have you back absolutely in the hat joe in the hat yeah you could have so many nicknames I know. I'm so Joey
2: jealous. Bo- it's, it's just Joey a good. Had- you got a good first name that you can just roll anything out on. Joe Books.
1: Joey Boots. Joey Boots.
2: Joe in the hat.
1: What was man. my? What was mine that I was given like forever ago? Joey Boots I, was
2: given when you.
1: Uh, oh, Joey was Boots. The, was it the yeah. Kentucky game? When I was just in the the minefield that was yeah freaking <laughs> <laughs> <Dude, laughs> <I ate laughs> outside. I think you got doned by a subway sandwich that day. <laughs> that thing was crazy. It, it I that there will be no more of that for basketball they shut that thing down in like two games. It's really annoying. Go ball fast.
0: Yeah, that's why we're hated by everybody. But it's cool. We embrace it.
1: So was elemental. Yep. <clears throat>
0: Guys, that's all we got. We appreciate y'all listening. We'll be back on Sunday. We're bringing the boat in
1: and we out.